Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to Lewis Black's Rantcast number 14. And uh, let me tell you, it is uh, f- finally October. And I only know that because I saw it on a calendar the other day. And uh, I'll be honest, I, I would have known it was October because October is when you actually see those pumpkins come out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're being carved up. And the, there's that wafting scent from the inside of a pumpkin that just makes me want to throw the fuck up. Mmm, mmm, pumpkin spice. Mmm, mmm. So uh, uh, these are the, you know, the strangest of times. They just get stranger and stranger and stranger, to be honest. Uh, uh, I've never seen anything like it. You know, ever since, and I I think many of you who are listening to me will understand this, that ever since uh, Annette Funicello and Amy Coney uh, Barrett was nominated for the Supreme Court just recently, and from the time she got nominated... Things went nuttier and out of control with so much stuff happened. 
from the time that her nomination went in, you went, wow, they nominated her and there's only 10 seconds left on the clock. Well, that's crazy. And then they started fighting about that. And then boom, something else happened. Then boom, 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 boom. And what happened? What happened was that this Monday when I was playing with my uh, my fantasy football team, I realized that it is a real team. That's what I realized. This isn't a fantasy. If what's going on out there is real, huh, then my fantasy football team is real. Okay? That's what I believe. I believe that all those, they're out there, they're lining up, they're doing the job, they're getting it done. Okay? I'm going to fly around the country. I'm going to show up at the homes of the other general managers. Okay? And then we're going to sit down and we're going to watch our teams win or lose. Okay? Because that's the way it is now. Because the reality I'm looking at is like nothing that I ever prepared for. And I did a lot of stuff to prepare for this kind of stuff. Okay. I always used to say, Ooh, if you, if you, you know, if you, if you thought things are crazy, you ain't seen nothing yet. Well, this is way beyond, way beyond anything I ever, even I, I, I can't even begin to, I'm not, not even close, not even close. Which is why uh, this trip this week that we're taking, these rants are coming to us uh, as we were wending our way through California, which is certainly another state that in the midst of the uh, chaos that's occurring in, in Washington is certainly uh, the what is happening out there in California in terms of the fact that the, the state seems to be burning to the ground again and again and again. It, it's just awful. And uh, it, this was a great trip that we took at Monterey. Well, we went, we stopped at the Golden State Theater there and performed. We went to Sacramento, which I'm one of the few people I think who really loves Sacramento. I've, one of the places that I enjoyed playing clubs in. And uh, up there, I appeared at the Crest Theater, which is the only theater that's named after a toothpaste. And when I perform there, uh, I, oddly enough, when I'm done, my teeth are sparkling clean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That'll show you just how far I have slid down the hill. Uh-huh. Yes, Siri, Bob. And finally, finally, we were in, um, let me, I've, I'm going to take a note out because I, I can't remember because I've lost my memory. I've got 20% of it's gone, gone. Gone, gone. Uh, and I repeat that to you because you're going to have to try to remember that you had a memory too. At some point, I'm sure you're wondering, where are the words I used to have? Well, that's where they are. They, they're gone. They're gone because our memory is gone. 20% of it. It'll be back. It will be back. That's what I've been told. I've been assured that. And I like to each week and when I get a chance and I remember that to, to tell you about it. So you don't, you know, lie around panicking when you can't remember your child's name. I remember my kids' names because they're imaginary. So it doesn't matter what I call them. <laughs> the final place we went, and the reason I couldn't remember is because of a drinking problem that I've had in terms of the, the well, most of my life. And not a major drinking problem, the kind of problem that I would go through a certain kind of a, let's do vodka. Then from vodka, we went to, uh, well, we went to scotch. And then we went, well, well it's, I'll save it for another time. But, but I was on a, this is, uh, this last, last of the rants came from Napa. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they grow those great grapes and where they really have been hit over and over and over again with huge, devastating fires, epic, uh, beyond epic, like nothing that anyone ever imagined possible. And it was there that we played the Uptown Theater. Played it before, but a little gem of a theater up there. I think you're going to enjoy these rants a lot more than listening to me rattle on about this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, those are the times. I hope you're making the best of them. Don't be too hard on yourself. And I'm saying this because I'm way too hard on myself. As a matter of fact, there are times when I actually, uh, I feel like I'm my own race, racehorse. 
and I'm coming right down to the finish line and I'm, you know, and I'm just, you know, yelling and screaming at myself, yelling and screaming, get to the finish line. I don't know. Maybe there's a prize there. But uh, I think I, I, I shared something there that uh, should have been kept private or I, I should have shared with my, uh, my therapist today. Thanks for listening to me rattle on. But most of all, most of all thanks for listening to the, the rants of the folks out there. They're, they're doing a great job. It's my pleasure just to be a mouthpiece. We're coming to you live from the Golden State Theater in Monterey, California. Sorry you missed the, uh, the act tonight. These were three human beings that I turned in. It's just a part of my new magic act. They came up and, you know, they thought it was funny, and now they have paid the price. Um, no, if you, if you, I've said this time and again, but if you've not been to Monterey, uh, you're going to want to come here. It's stunning, and uh, it's a beautiful... Really, it's, it's just beautiful. It's on the coast. There's a lot to do. I mean, it's just one of those places. You, I, I could, it's one of those places that I could never live because it's so nice I wouldn't do shit. <laughs> you just wake up and go, what am I going to do that's better than what I'm seeing? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. It's already been done. Fuck it. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to have a glass of wine and fuck it. They have, uh, it's really unbelievable, and a, and a tr- tremendous aquarium, and I mean, I can go on and on and on. Look it up, find it, come here, okay? <laughs> and then if, uh, it's, 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 it's well worth the ride. And, and, and fly into San Francisco and then, from wherever, and then go to the airport here, and you go, fuck, I wish that it, there was a place where only five planes landed a day. <laughs> And two are Piper Cubs. Uh, so um, this is from, uh, I won't read, this is from someone in the audience. Uh, why did you pick Monterey for this show? Random? No. Why did I pick it? They asked me to come, fucker. And why did I pick it? I picked it because it's, you know, if I picked it, I mean, it's fucking beautiful. And, it's, and it routes well with other cities. You know, I'm not going to be playing, you know, Kansas City. Oh, let's go to Monterey. (laughs) So this week, see, because I go here, and then I go to Sacramento, and then we go to Napa, and then we go to Santa Barbara. Okay? That's why And I couldn't think of a better place to kick it off, and normally I get the chance to spend some time here, and I didn't. Um, Yeah, but I'll be back, so... This is, uh, why are there so many old people here? (laughs) Really? Do you care about millennials? Like, at all? Um, If you want, since you're so fucking smart, why don't you tell me, uh, do you think that I, I kind of send out something that says millennials don't come? Was there something at the door that said, hey, millennials, fuck you? No. If you know how I can get them to come in, uh, fucking tell me. 
You want me to come into town and get a bus and wander from hither and yon? Going, oh, you're a millennial. Want to see a show tonight? What kind of a fucking question is that? Yeah, I care about millennials. I like millennials, but don't be an asshole. And don't call people old, fucker. Because chances are you're old, and if not, you're going to be old in 15 minutes, douchebag. Because that's all it takes. We started, uh, about five years ago, I started pushing the, the tickets for uh, folks under the age of 21, and then we had a fight about it, but it was, or college students, they wanted, you know, that, that they would be, uh, they would pay, you know, 20 bucks for a ticket. Because, you know, people, you know, because they, because, you know, they've got, you know, if you're the, the kind of the prices that I'm asking for a ticket, they're gonna go see some fucking rock and roll group, and I, I would have too. So that's where they are, fuck nut. Okay? God damn it. But if you know a way that I can get to them through some app or some other shit, you tell me. You tell me what the bait is, all right? How do I attract them? Oh, oh, come on, millennials. Meet an old person. It'll be fun. Doesn't help when you tell that at the beginning, does it, douchebag? Look at all the old people. Where are the millennials? Holy fuck! <laughs> well, listen to this, Tracy Seymour's here tonight. My son Mason is celebrating his 21st birthday today. Well, Mason must have, he was dragged here by his father. He's in chains. <laughs> he wanted to stay home. But his father said, God damn it, it's your birthday. And then they had a fight, and then he fucking, he put him in chains and said, you're gonna see a comic with elderly people, fucking elderly people. Just before they go into assisted living, okay? That's what you're gonna see. It's the first comedy show he's ever been at. And he's watching it 100% sober because he only drinks water. Well, I don't understand that. He always has. Won't even touch juice. Iced tea, maybe? A coffee now and then? Mason, if you noticed any, I don't. You must be urinating 40 times a day, Mason. I rarely say this, but happy birthday, and thanks for bringing the median age down to my audience for fucknut over there. Just so, you, just so you know, Ronna Johnston is here tonight from Colorado, okay? Drove from Colorado to be amongst the elderly. Said, fuck, they're all so young here today, God damn it, and drove here overnight to get away from them. Just ran, son of a bitch. Where can I find nothing but ancient crones? <laughs> and then, um, and then this is from Ian Bowron, I guess, or Bowron, and uh, came all the way from Lubbock, Texas. Okay? So you worry about your fucking millennials. I got people driving all over Helen back to get here. <laughs> You know, so, and part of the reason they're coming to see me here is because it's beautiful fuck here. And where the millennials are at, they're out there with the seals dancing and singing and howling at the moon. 
Brian says that uh, I'm the last item on on the on, on my uh, you are the last item on my bucket list. Well, I hope that doesn't. I hope that, that that's not good. It's, I don't think that's a good thing. Start making up some other shit. What you could do is maybe get a bus and collect millennials. What I want to do is to drive millennials to Lou Black's shows. Okay. This is from uh, E.R. Rosen is here. My fucking neighbor's dogs are like killing me. I live in dense faculty housing with a dog park, and it's either stupid shit dogs barking all night on a work night, or it's these big-ass German shepherds off-leash chasing me when running, or other dogs off-leash chasing little dogs, kids, and wildlife. I think you got to move. <laughs> Either that or get one of those giant mastiffs or a fucking pit bull and fucking walk around. Yeah, they don't have to be mean, but make them look mean. Have blood dripping on its mouth. They won't fuck with you. A German Shepherd's not gonna fuck with a pit bull. And, have, and then put a, a fake cock on it so it's dragging along the ground. They'll get out of your way. This is from Matthew. He's here tonight. A guy who's with a dinner at a restaurant spent 10 minutes figuring out how much you should tip. He's in college. How the fuck do you not know how basic multiplication works? He does it every time we go anywhere and it pisses me off so much that I forgot about the fact that he ate a fucking birthday candle, which is a whole other story in itself. That may be the most stoned sentence I've read in a while. You got to the middle of that sentence and went, whoa. I can't stand this motherfucker, but everyone insists on bringing him because they can't say no to his stupid goddamn face. Wow. It's, yeah, tipping is the easiest thing on earth. I used to do a tip speech at the end of the show. It's 10%. And 10%, it's not hard. You take it, you move it over, you move it over, you add it, tough. Okay, this is, there's a few that are not from here. This is Jameson Mayu. Hey, Lewis, I just wanted your opinion on this. If I find myself constantly flipping off inanimate objects, is that an early sign of schizophrenia? I find I do this literally all day, every day, at work, to any possible object that pisses me off or gets in my way. Maybe I'm just full of hatred. <laughs> Maybe I'm just full of hatred, but I, I, by the way, you're, you're fucking hilarious and your answer is one of the only things that make me realize that there are indeed other people out there like myself who are pissed off individuals trying to survive in a world of stupidity. Uh, not, not this whole audience. No, this whole audience is not. They're so happy here. They, they, they went, uh, no, I'm too happy. Some of them went like this. And we're like that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, giving the finger to an inanimate object. It's, just, it's a sign of health. It's when you, find, when you find yourself doing it to people, you might want to talk to a doctor. I believe that that's where you direct hate. You direct it at inanimate objects. That's what they're there for. So whenever you want, tell an inanimate object to go fuck itself. 
Yeah, that's, that's another rant. That was, that was, he was referring to another rant that I read, right? Well, maybe, maybe, or maybe he had a breakthrough. And we'll end with this. This is from Julia. This came in today. This is spectacular. This is, this is why I, it's, I, I couldn't have children. I could probably have children if I didn't have to deal with the adults who were then going to deal with my child. To my two-year-old's daycare provider, if my kid doesn't talk to you at school, it's not because she doesn't talk. You fuck! It means she doesn't want to talk to you! Stop telling me that my goddamn kid needs to see her pediatrician because at two years old, she has qualms about saying anything to you. Believe you me, she fucking talks to me and my husband constantly. I have a headache right now because she woke me up at 6 a.m. to fucking talk to me. Jesus Christ! You don't need to give me some form to wordlessly hand to my kid's pediatrician like some psychotic developmental monitor. She's fine! My pediatrician agrees that she's fine. My friends who are parents thinks that she's fine. My judgy-ass parents say she's fucking fine. Stop trying to freak me out with your bullshit observations and just accept that my kid if anything, is a defiant bitch and will probably head a company by glaring down piss ants without saying a goddamn word. Thanks for helping me get that off my chest, Lewis. Have a good one. Thank you very much, guys. You were terrific. We are coming to you live tonight from Sacramento, California at the beautiful Crest Theater. I spent a lot of time performing in uh, Sacramento. And uh, when it was really kind of a, it was a state capital. It was one of the sleepiest state capitals in the world. And it was a great, it was really a great place to come to. And people always like, you really like it there? And I went, yeah, I fucking like it here. I've always enjoyed coming here. There was, there were really some great, there's, you know, there's, the state of California, there's certain things, there's not a ton of old school places in this state because uh, you're fucking nuts. <laughs> but there's a ton of it here, and it was always a pleasure to be able to kind of find something new and something different, and I would be here for f- five or six days, and, uh, and it was always fun to work here. And it, it's always fun to work in Northern California. And so... Uh, uh, it's it's nice to be back. If, if you're if, now it's different because it's booming, and uh, they, they're just building and building and building and building because people are leaving other parts of California to come here. If you um, if you can find any property somewhere out there, uh, buy it. That's not not in Sacramento. Just go further because they're just going to keep scurrying. They just can't. And they and they bitch that people are coming here. But it's like, what? The, where the fuck do you expect them to go? You chose to live in nicey fuck land, so now you're going to have to deal with it. And you act like they're coming from some hell. They're coming from San. They're coming from San Francisco. Those bastards. 
They're bringing those fucking 49er jerseys. How can I deal with this shit? <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to go through. I'm gonna, I really, you guys really, there was an outpouring of, of anger and pain. And um, <laughs> because uh, California is, uh, there's some fires going on and it's really p pissing people off and I can fully understand it. It's, uh, uh, this is, but the first one is, um, because it's, it's from Mark DiPietro, who's here tonight, and it's the, uh, and this is always mentioned from place to place, but he's, he also has gotten a nice take on it. Okay, the drivers in Sacramento are the worst drivers this side of Eastern Europe. <laughs> Every city, there should just be a demolition derby contest. <laughs> In the middle of the country where you get your worst driver, vote for your worst driver and send them there and just watch wreck after wreck after wreck. <laughs> I commute to the Cap City every morning and I swear to Christ, these fuckers drive like they don't care if they ever fucking reach their destination. <laughs> they can't merge with the shit. Either they merge like a teenage boy trying to stick it in for the first time. Jesus Christ, just signal and go, you fucking fuck. <laughs> and don't get me started on these goddamn jaywalkers. When I see one, I hit the gas like I'm in the Hunger Games. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is from my uh, friend Mildred Ellison, who... Uh, who's lived out here before and uh, kind of give to give a bit of background to what's going on because I've I've read a lot about it but I can't fucking I, I I'm just like I, my life is full of enough shit and I'm gonna I'm not gonna fucking sit there and go through your shit too and add that to my shit and then there's more shit and I don't need that shit so but uh, I think she'll give a context to what I'll be reading so this is oh swell what a surprise it looks like PG&E which is Pacific Gas and Electric is responsible responsible for the huge Kincaid fire in Sonoma County. For those of you who don't know it, Sonoma is, uh, is wine country. So for someone like myself, this is possibly one of the most terrifying moments of my life. I guess they weren't content with burning down half of Northern California the last time. They've been so diligent with shutting power down to all of us, but the high power transmission lines remain energized, and that's where the Kincaid fire began. One of PG&E's towers failed. Good thing those greedy fuck bastards at PG&E gave all those huge bonuses to executives instead of using the millions and millions and fucking millions to maintain their equipment and keep the fucking trees trimmed. PG&E, what a great company, when they aren't blowing up San Bruno with their faulty gas lines. They're burning your house down or shutting your power off like some backwards third world country when the donkey takes a break. Holy fuck, it's not like electricity was just invented, you stupid fucks. Figure it the fuck out. I'm gonna just, I'm just, I'm doing this for you because a ton of these came in. And, and I'm doing this for those who are watching throughout the world to, to at least go, fuck, I don't have to live there today. Because on paper, it looks like Xanadu, but sometimes, ha, 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 ha. 
PGE sucks. They shut off the power in the name of safety, but continue to pay huge bonuses to executives instead of upgrading the power grid. Anthony Wright, many of us in California are about to lose power because the power company cannot, can't not start fires when it's windy. Yes, our power company has a death toll. <laughs> It's late October and it's fucking 90 degrees and things are bursting into flame all over California. And this is from Zach Liak, and it's not good fat guy weather. <laughs> I love when somebody just puts it in perspective. Yeah, it sucks and everything's burning, but God damn it. Joshua Gamble, how PG&E has been holding half of California hostage in the hopes that California government goes easier on them for setting a town on fire last year instead of maintaining their equipment like a responsible company would. <laughs> Bryant West, third world solutions to first world problems. <laughs> Robert Spiegel, Fuck PG&E, fuck PG&E, fuck PG&E. <laughs> How come the only light source in California is the wildfires PG&E starts? <laughs> okay. I think, I think that helped. <laughs> this is... Uh, this is from Tate Pollock. He's here tonight. Uh, I'm torn about between bitching about the high prices for gas cigarettes in California and the fact that I recently broke my hand and I'm still required to be at work typing into a computer. Either way, the sentiment is the same. Give me a fucking break! <laughs> God, you guys do spend, you pay a lot for gas. Yeah, you're just fucked on so many levels. <laughs> I'm trying to keep people away from coming here. That's what this show's all about. <laughs> but apparently we have those, uh, we have those, uh, the, uh, the oil fields in Syria, so I wouldn't worry things are really gonna work out. <laughs> <laughs> this is David Zuckerman, this is, David, this I like this. When I was a kid, The Exorcist was the scariest thing in the world. Today, it was the plumber telling me the little leak will be $900 to fix. <laughs> Jordan Phillips, this week on my campus, a seminar was up. This is, this is why I'm glad I'm not in school. This week on my campus, seminar was offered on how to handle microaggression in the workplace. Uh, you just, it's, it, it takes your breath away, doesn't it? Because I heard like four of you go, microaggression. It's then immediately the thing, what is microaggression? Just teeny tiny? You know, just, you do it in a small voice? <laughs> and I don't like you. <laughs> what the fuck is the definition of, I'm sure there's something then, and then you'll find out, and you go, oh, fuck, I should have known that. <laughs> Microaggression? What is it like? From, <laughs> like, like, like a goldfish. <laughs> that would be a microaggressive animal. Or, 
a fuck. Seminar was offered on how to handle microaggression in the workplace. What's the answer? Micro resistance. <laughs> is what they say. What the fuck is the difference between a micro resistance and being a fucking micro passive aggressive asshole? <laughs> What a micro resistance. <laughs> I am so You have made me so mad with your microaggression. <laughs> Who the fuck comes up with this? God. Wow. I'd like to come in and teach it. <laughs> With my massive aggression. Let's see. Uh, this is from Sarah Allen. I'm the only person who objects to losing the freedom to fast forward through commercials. Well, I don't think so, Sarah. We pay more for the service and in return get less functionality and choices. Commercials are life-sucking, mind-melting, repetitive beyond what is humane. Companies should be required to change their ad once a month or only run a previously run ad every other month. I make a list of painfully repetitive ads and don't buy those products. God, they have made you crazy, Sarah. So you're just sitting here, God damn it, I'm not buying that shit. She's, she's in her house starving to death. I could handle it when I... What if you need one of those fucking drugs? Son of a bitch, what if you have AFib? I could handle it when I could fast forward, allowing me for, to save those moments for myself. Sadly... Another freedom gone. <laughs> Not for you, Sarah. You're writing it down. You're fucking sticking it to the man. Uh, I'm, this is from Rebecca Withy. I'm a widow that was married for 17 years. It's been three years since my amazing husband passed. The fucker. Uh, <laughs> I want to date, but all the fucking guys are either married, gay, or don't give a flying fuck about dating. What the hell happened in the last 20 years? Uh, the internet. <laughs> it's that simple. And all those uh, apps that you can get that are dating apps and, uh, and you know, and, and did you think men were going to all of a sudden, <laughs> really? There was going to be a revelation? <laughs> That there was going to be a renaissance of men and they just go, holy fuck, I'm really a, just the greatest guy ever. Really? Nope. You're, I'm sorry, Rebecca. Um, you're just going to have to wander from bar to bar. <laughs> what can I tell you? <sighs> this is from Brian Rapp. He's here. My f this, I can't believe this. I, the other day, the other night, uh, uh, there was a discussion that my audience was 
Wait, wait, do the people who ever how come there's so many old people in my audience? So this, I really appreciate what Brian is doing. A lot of you won't you will be irritated, by, be upset by it, but I'm thrilled. My five-year-old watches and listens to your comedy all of the time. I believe he knows your Carnegie Hall performance by heart. Fucking, I'm sending that little prick on the road. My wife and I keep getting told by friends and family he's too young for you. I think it's bullshit. He knows not to say bad words outside of our home environment, but I think if he laughs uncontrollably at something, that's the best thing for anyone. What do you think? Should we tell them to go fuck themselves? I can't imagine. Does he know what he's hearing? That's if he knows what he's hearing. Holy fuck. That's really good. He won't be microaggressive, that's for sure. He'll be micro-resistant. Wow, he's memorized my act. That's fucking unbelievable. I can ditch Jeff. (laughs) Bring that kid out. Do the first 10 minutes. We'll end with this. Dana Lean, I don't know if this came in. I think it came in from uh, somewhere in California. Grocery shopping is ridiculous. First you go up and down the aisles, pushing your cart, searching for your food items. Where's the popcorn? It's on the soup aisle. Where's some fruit that is not rock hard? Oh, shit, I forgot to bring the bags from the car. Out to the car and back. Then you put all the stuff in the cart while dodging all the other carts. Then you get in line with all the other carts, and then all the, then you take all the stuff out of the cart at the checkout stand. Then you put them back in the frigging cart and roll it to your car where you again, take them out of the fucking cart! Once in your trunk, you then have to drive straight home before things melt and get them out of your cart again, this time out of your trunk, and put them into your kitchen where you then take them out of the bags and put them into the fridge and pantry. Oh, and you got to get the stinking bags back into the car. And don't get me started about making dinner where all the stuff comes out again, then gets pushed around and then into the garbage can and then moved again to the bigger garbage can outside where you pay someone to finally take it away. There's got to be a better way. Thank you, Sacramento. Thanks, everybody, to writing in. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. We're coming to you live from the Uptown Theater in beautiful Napa, California. Um, for those of you who like wine, this is the place you want to come. It's stupid not to come here. Um, this is like, this is like in many ways my Vatican. Um, and it was just sad that, uh, I don't know what's going on. Is there a reason there's a light there? What? What the fuck happened? Uh, that, was, uh, that was scary. Jeff Stilson, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Stilson's walked off a thousand stages. I thought there was some sort of a Halloween thing that was going to happen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's uh, it's it's really a. a it's a it's a beautiful beautiful place to visit. Now is an odd time to come here because not here, but in uh, Sonoma, which is nearby, in certain areas which are nearby, there's a wind coming through tonight that's going to be. They're talking about eighty miles an hour. <laughs> um, and uh, but in but then again, that's the weather people telling us, and I've been through that before. <laughs> so it could be five hundred miles an hour. It could be. Just somebody going. <laughs> so uh, it's really kind of tough times up here because because shit's burning and shit seems to burn here in October and uh, and part of the reason seems to be as we learned last night in the in our in the rants that uh, it has to do with uh, Pacific Gas and Electric who seem to be doing a remarkable job but we'll get to them. Don't worry. No, there's more to come. You'll hear. Um, but we'll go right to uh, 
what's coming in. I'm going to read you the first one, which I thought was really great because this, I've never received anything like this in the uh, 150 hours or whatever of these. But Napa, by the way, we should also point out, I forgot, was the first place that we ever did the rant is due. It was the very, very first time where we... Uh, where the experiment began and we said, fuck, yeah, let's do this. And we've been doing it ever since. So I want to thank you for that. Uh, because really, it, all it took was 12,000, you know, really uh, about 600 people drinking wine going, yeah, that's fucking, that's great. <laughs> this is from Creedon Jones. Listen to this. I bought a ticket to your show tonight at Napa. I woke up at 1 o'clock with a raging sore throat on Friday night. Although I worked an eight-hour day at the lumber yard today, I didn't feel right coming to the show and possibly getting people sick. But either way, you get paid, and I will get to see you again. How fucking nice is that? Thank you, Creedon. A lot of people came here tonight. A lot of them uh, have, uh, have typhus. <laughs> but nobody ever, nobody, people fucking, they could be like hacking. You know it. You've been to shows and people behind you go. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. And Creedon, I'll try to, I, I will try to get you tickets for another show nearby. So. Uh, <laughs> so, so Kurt Maffei or Maffei said, and this I can't, this is really spectacular, Kurt. What kind of fucking stage did I pay for? Uh, I didn't know you were paying for a stage. A stool and a fucking mic. Um, what did you think you were seeing? The, the Lippens on her horses, fucker? What else would I come on stage with? I'm a comedian. But he, really, some but a baton twirling with fire? Like, son of a bitch, I got, I got Jeff to kick the fucking light for you. This is from Carrie Peachy, and she said, damn it, I'm sitting here in this theater and I think my husband is going deaf. Everything I say, he says, huh? It's fucked, I even got his hearing tested, it's perfect. What the fuck? He's only 51. <laughs> Time to trade him in. Get him one of those ear trumpets. That's always cute. One of those really big ones. It's kind of a party thing. Now we get to the... Now there, there were many more of these, but I'm just going to go through some of them. This is uh, from Mike Linen, Linen, uh, California power shuts down, shut down, shutdowns. What's up with this shit? What are we, a third world fucking country? Uh, love your humor, but we're really here because they've shut our power off at home. <laughs> and then he ends with cocksuckers. Wanted to be sure you let that out there. That's funny. That's good. That's what it took to get you out. Whatever it takes. I said, yeah, you know what? Let's burn everything down and drive them to Napa. If you notice what you want, 
before you come to any town up here in October, which you want them to be, which was, I guess, on Thursday was when they started announcing when they turned the TV on or something. That, okay, the fires everywhere, the fires, it's everything, everything's going to shit. It's going to shit. And, and that's a big ticket sell thing. <laughs> People who are racing up here went, fuck it. Okay, this is. Uh, Mark Blevins, uh, PG&E shutting down power to over, and it's, he had, because this came a couple of days ago, 100,000 people here in Northern California. It's actually 850,000 that they're going to shut it down with. And it then takes them three days to turn it back on. And then what I liked in the reason I read it is because businesses closed, bars closed, schools closed. Can you imagine kids at home with no internet, TV, video games? Fuck! Vernon Pride, at least tonight we have a wind event to be concerned about. So far this year, we have had four blackouts by PG&E this fire season. The first three, you couldn't have flown a fucking kite in these so-called winds. <laughs> no wind at all, Lewis. What exactly is a wind event? It's like wind chill factor. It's either blowing or not, which reminds me, PG&E can blow me. <laughs> this is, how the fuck does PG&E get away with starting tornadoes of fire while cutting off service to their customers and there are no criminal charges either in the present or foreseeable future? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I was talking to my friend Kathleen Madigan, who many of you may know, and, uh, and she... And neither of us know how public utilities work, but however they're working out here, you people are fucked. I, aren't we supposed to be in charge of them? Don't we have some sort of, no? They, they just run roughshod, they're just, just robber barons? What the fuck? It's our energy, those fucking pricks. I, I just, it doesn't make a bit of fucking sense. Um, this is Harrison Lewis, he's sitting here. I watched you as a teenager and now I'm old enough to buy tickets and see you. Uh, I was just wondering if you had any general advice for a 25 year old who just can't seem to find his way in life. For the past year or so, I've bounced around dead end jobs, finding nothing that I'm really good at. I'm currently homeless, living and working out of my car and it was a good bit of money to come see you tonight, but something told me you might have a lesson for me. Um, no. <laughs> That's the lesson. Don't piss your money away. No, the, um, I'll tell you, I mean, my advice is, is not to try to find jobs that, uh, that you think you latch on. What is it? Whatever it is you like, that's, we, that's what should guide you. There's got to be something that you go, I fucking want to do that. And whatever it is that you fucking want to do, that's what you go after. You know, and I believe that. And, and you may not, and it's got to be something, you know, I've had arguments with people who go, I don't really know. You do know, just think about it. Because somewhere along the line, somebody said no. Somewhere along the line, somebody said, you know, no, you can't do that. There's a lot of people who I know that, um, who, are, who are very, I mean, you know, you know, Jim Carrey, you know, lived in a car. Uh, there are a lot of people who've had to, to live in cars, and uh, I, had to, I had to live in the basement with my parents, which is, I'd rather have lived in a car. <laughs> so, uh, 
I really would say that's really the most important thing is instead of starting with, you know, find something that you can that will get you some sort of a paycheck for the time being and, and really figure out for yourself what the fuck you love and pursue what you love. And then you won't give a shit if you're living in a car or if you're living wherever you are. It will take you to what your next step is. That's the only way this fucking thing works, I think. And just, you know, my, my mother told me when I was pursuing this, she'd go, you know, you, you could be a doctor, you fuck. That was the old, that was the joke. That lasted a while. Then she said, you could marry a doctor. <laughs> then she said, and this was brilliant, why don't you just, you know, get into health insurance. That's where the money will be. <laughs> fuck. Maybe that's, maybe that's what I should tell you, Harrison. Get into health insurance. <laughs> This is uh, from there, but you you have a problem, you know, that's that's big. This is huge because this is Tristan Brashears says, okay, so my cat, his name is Otis, okay, and he fucking pisses over everything. I mean, my mom and I took our clothes out of the dryer and he just pisses on them. And when we yell at him, he looks at us like we're dumbasses, like the piss is supposed to be on the clothes. Okay, just for starters, it's a cat. <laughs> Our other cat, Shuggy, you gotta be making this shit up. All she does is drink bath water. I mean, are you fucking serious? I mean, I get out of the shower and she's there waiting for the bath water and she keeps waiting there when I'm stark naked for me to get the fuck out. You, you gotta, you gotta pay less attention to these animals, okay? Uh, one thing you can do, this is just a tip. I know this is crazy. Uh, when you're getting the clothes out of the dryer, fucking lock the door on Otis. When you're taking a shower, you lock the door. You don't let Shuggy wander around. Uh, I don't know why you're having your cat watch you bathe. It's wrong. Okay, Ivy Zelmer, this really pisses me off. The pepper shaker, tonight's dinner in Napa. This is why I love doing this. Because this is where hate should be directed, to inanimate objects. Why does the pepper shaker have less holes than the salt shaker? The salt always pours out, but the pepper never comes out no matter how much you strangle it. What idiot designed it this way? It was designed by the people of PG&E. So this is Rachel Cooper. I'm a 27-year-old female accountant who works in a group of all men. They're, these are adult men with good educations who consistently make toilet humor jokes. A professional environment where there are jokes of drop the kids off at the pool. That's really, I mean, that's stunning, isn't it? That's like 1957. Where the more simple, I just wrecked the bathroom. Who the fuck comes <laughs> They aren't even coming up with original jokes. So as if this ridiculous low-grade humor wasn't bad enough, it's beating a dead horse so badly, you feel like you should call PETA. 
I've never felt more like a woman than every weekday at 2 p.m. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I can't fucking believe. We don't, God damn it. I can't believe people are still doing that. Son of a bitch. God damn it. Talking about, gee, you go to a meeting. This is from Lisa McCurley. I work in healthcare and every day, all day long, I collect stories from my book. Are you fucking kidding me? You put what? Where? Because you think the flu shot will give you the flu and immunizations will make your kid autistic, but that smartphone won't? And you want some Benzedrines and Norco with that? And how about a letter saying you can't work anymore because whatever? Excuse me while I get back to my 50-hour-plus work week taking care of your sorry asses so that the hospital president can make another $800,000 a year. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> I just have this feeling at some point that this kind of madness will tip, that this will come through. That somehow the idea that the people who really are doing the work might get paid. That at some point that will occur. And, this, and it's not going to occur when, the, 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 when 15 people applaud. God damn it. No, seriously. No, don't even try it. That's appalling. That's why it's not going to happen. Because the rest of you are like, well, No. No, I don't think it should. I think these people who are nurses should be working 80, 90 hours. God damn it, they have access to drugs I can't even dream of. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. I just think it has to. I just think it fucking has to. I've waited my whole life for it to tip. And it's not, and it's got to at some point. It, it's just, it makes no fucking sense. It makes no fucking sense to expect school teachers to be, be really great if you're not going to pay a school teacher. It's insane to believe that we live in a, that 90% of the people who work in this country should be motherfucking Teresa. It's fucking ridiculous. God damn it. Even Mother Teresa wasn't Mother Teresa. I don't even know what that fucking meant. It just came to me and I said it and I'm moving on. But I'm still irritated you didn't applaud and that's why I said it. We're gonna end with this. This is from Blanche Yurka. Lewis, do you have any idea how expensive vanilla beans are? No. I've not been on the vanilla bean express for a while. You chop them up and snort them? What? Pay attention. There is a vanilla bean shortage. <laughs> wow. Judging by how much they cost, you might think that vanilla beans are made from the connective tissue that holds the back of a unicorn's knee together. That's how fucking expensive they are. And that's how hard vanilla beans are to grow. So tell me, why is vanilla sex so underfucking valued? <laughs> if the price of vanilla is any indication, vanilla sex must be pretty fucking good. But I can't remember. Please, to everyone that occasionally has vanilla sex, shut the fuck up before you complain about it. At least until we address the global shortage of vanilla fucking beans or until I get laid. Thank you.
Thank you, Nap. It's been a pleasure. Take care of each other. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, <laughs> Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.